Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 56. Today, we're celebrating. It's the episode I have been dreaming about and envisioning for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's our one-year anniversary episode. With this episode, we're wrapping up the first year of the Tech of Business podcast, and I am thrilled that you've been part of the journey thus far. As I said, I have been dreaming about this episode for weeks. I wasn't sure if I wanted it to be one of those call-in-your-questions type episode or uh, playing snippets from the past type episode or if it should be a reflection, a looking forward episode, or a solo down-and-dirty tactical episode. There is so much that I love about bringing practical tech conversations to you each week. It was really tough to decide, but I did. And what I'm about to share with you is going to open your eyes to the opportunities that are right under your nose. These 10 ways to over-deliver your online promises are going to blow you away. But before we get there, I'd like to ask you a couple of favors. As this is the anniversary episode, and I hope that you are getting something significant out of the episodes each week. So first... You know, I've poured everything I can into these episodes and I would love for you to share this particular episode with three friends or associates who have online businesses or an online component of their business. It's super easy to share. You can send them the link techofbusiness.com forward slash 056 or you can click on the share icon in your podcast app. The share icon might be hidden behind ellipses. But seriously, if you want to share the episode and aren't sure how, just DM me on Instagram. I'm tech of business. Second, leave a review for the podcast inside your favorite podcasting app or on the tech of business Facebook page. And third, book a call with me so that I can continue to make this podcast as relevant to you as possible. Just go to callwithjamie.com, that's C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com and select a time. These calls are just 15 minutes long and I do them on Thursdays. Now let's get into the 10 ways to over-deliver your online promises. Number 10, use your email marketing platform to immediately deliver your promise and set expectations. The best impression you can give someone is to deliver the promise you've made. If you're asking someone to opt in for a freebie, webinar, virtual summit, masterclass, or other no-cost way to learn from you, they are providing you with their email address. Use it immediately. Truth is, they are expecting that. And we have trained ourselves to link entering information in a form to going to our inboxes to receive whatever we have been promised. Don't get me wrong. Having a thank you for giving me your email address type page is super important as well. And I want to take a couple of moments to talk about the best things to put on that page. We'll do that in a moment. But suffice it to say, 
that you're not going to create a true connection with that new subscriber or attendee without using email. So start the relationship right by sending your promise via email. When it comes to delivering a paid product, depending on how your systems are configured and what the promise is, you may provide them with immediate access or a button on the thank you page that gives them access. Or there may be additional steps either they or you need to take in order to deliver what they have purchased. The more we can deliver immediately without the need to go back to the inbox, the better. I know that sounds so counterintuitive. We just talked about going directly to the inbox, but stick with me. The more we can deliver immediately without going back to the inbox, the better. It's far better for a user experience when someone has just paid for something to have them stay in their web browser rather than having them be required to jump over to their inbox. We'll get to their inbox in just a moment. Think about a product-based business. When you buy something from an online retailer, could you imagine not having a page with your confirmation number and delivery information right after the transaction completes? That's what we're talking about here. It's the same thing with delivering your online services and digital products. In this case, what we send via email completes the experience and provides a great backup for the information from the purchase confirmation page. But if you can give access to whatever they purchased on the purchase confirmation page, do it. And when it comes to sending that email to complete the transaction and the experience, I like to send a welcome to the program email, which is going to include all the links that we have already included on that purchase confirmation page. I like that there be a separate email that contains the receipt refund policy in terms of use because it technically goes to a different department. Think about bigger businesses. The receipt needs to go to accounting, whereas the product needs to be delivered to the appropriate party. Separating these is beneficial for the recipient. They can easily forward on that receipt email to their bookkeeper without having to provide or strip down anything or work harder to get that information out the door. And by having them not work as hard, you're already making the process easier for them. Now, let's loop back to the thank you for giving me your email address page for the free offers. This is one of my favorite pages to create because it gives your new subscriber instructions and can set expectations. When you're giving away a downloadable of some kind rather than a show up online activity, the thank you page will include instructions for going to your inbox, white labeling your email address, clicking the link to download the item, and this is important, praise them for taking action. In some cases, there may be a reason to present an offer on this page as well, but that's beyond what I want to cover in today's episode. If you ask for it, I'll slate that into a podcast episode in the coming months. So DM me on Instagram. I'm at Tech of Business. When we're giving away something that requires the registrant to show up online or to watch a limited time replay, the thank you page is a fabulous place to insert an add to your calendar button offer text reminders, and let them know that you'll be sending over some pre-work to their email address so that they can get the most out of this online event. And with that, we're looping right back over into email. And here's number nine on our list of how to over-deliver your online promises. Number nine, 
Set expectations via email and ask for feedback consistently and regularly. The email that is going to receive the greatest number of opens out of any that you send to a subscriber is the very first one where they receive their freebie or access. So set expectations in this email. They are far more likely to read it. Let people know that you send emails once a week. Let them know that where they can connect with you on social media. Let them know how to unsubscribe and what may happen if they do unsubscribe. That second part is particularly valuable for paid products because if someone unsubscribes, they're suddenly not going to be able to get emails that you're sending about updates to the program or any other ways that you are over delivering. So making sure that that's clear for them is a very, very valuable thing. Also, point them to your website or where they can learn more about you and your business. They've downloaded a freebie or bought an offer from you. They likely want to learn more about you. And one of the expectations that you will definitely want to set is that you love engaging and connecting and receiving feedback. Let them know that you like to get feedback via email or via your Facebook page or via LinkedIn or wherever you like to get your feedback so that you're setting the expectation that there is an open door. And similarly, with the initial email for one of those show up online type events, we want to set expectations and let them know the frequency of future emails leading up to the event and what it looks like after the event concludes. Setting expectations gives them a higher likelihood of opening your emails, of consuming your content, and of being happy that you're dropping into their inbox on a regular basis. Jumping right off of our expectations and feedback, we're on to number eight. Number eight, create a freebie email sequence that helps them get more out of the freebie, creates a tangible connection between your name in their inbox and the results they seek, and gets them ready for your future emails, including pitch emails. When someone opts into your email list, they are still what we call cold And that's where the warming or welcome series comes in. Before dumping them right into your weekly emails and pitching your offers, now is the best time to help them get the most out of what they have subscribed to. This person, they asked you to send them information. The greatest gift you can give them is assistance with getting the results they seek. I have an ideal freebie email sequence that you can opt in for over on the show notes page or by going to techofbusiness.com forward slash freebie forward slash email sequence. That link is definitely in the show notes for you as well. And I want to break that um, down for you, that PDF down, because it can be a little bit confusing, but I don't want it to be confusing. Here's the deal. Inside what you're going to download, you're going to get a flow chart that shows this. You also are going to have access, if you're using ActiveCampaign, to import that recipe that I have created for you. And if you're using any other software or any other tools, the PDF is going to tell you exactly what to set up. So here's the sequence. First, we're going to deliver the freebie immediately and set expectations, just like we talked about in number nine. Then at 9 a.m. the next day, which is at least four hours after they subscribed, but no more than 23 hours after they subscribed, we're going to send another email that 
augments the information in the first email. In the case of what you're downloading, that second email is going to describe a little bit more about how to use that active campaign uh, flow or how to use the PDF that has the flow chart. So that's what that second email is. We're going to wait two more days and check and make sure that they have opened either one or both of the first two emails. And if they have, we're going to send them another follow-up email, wait another three days, send a fourth email, wait another five days and send a final follow-up email. Once we have sent all of those emails, we want to then check again to make sure that they open one of those last three, at least one of those last three emails. And if they have, we are going to indicate that they are an active subscriber and they're ready to go into our broadcasts, into our pitches, into our offers. If they haven't opened either of the first two emails, we want to send them to another route. We don't want to continue warming them if they haven't taken initial action. So we're going to send them down the inactive route, which starts by sending them a recap of email one and two. And then we are going to wait until they take some action. If they take action and open up either of those email, any of those three emails, the freebie email number two or our recap email, we're going to then send them over to emails three, four, and five that we were already talking about. If they haven't, and it's been 30 days, we are going to um, tag them in our system that they are inactive, which means that we don't want to send them anything else other than emails that could entice engagement. So we may have a re-engagement campaign of some kind that we would send them through at a later point. That's again outside the scope of this episode because I could probably sit on the mic for hours and hours and hours and just keep talking about all this stuff. But you don't need to hear it. In fact, you probably are sitting there driving your car or running on the treadmill or wherever you happen to be listening to this episode saying, Jamie, I need a visual. That's why I created that freebie for you. So you just have to go to techofbusiness.com forward slash freebie forward slash email sequence. And there is a dash between email and sequence. I know it was technical and it's not always easy to follow my voice. So let's try breaking it down in common words. Our freebie opt-in sequence is five emails long. It warms them up to us and our business and provides them with prompts to do the work that was contained in the freebie. If they get through enough of this content, we know that they are warm enough to get our broadcast emails and offer emails. If they haven't done enough with our emails, then we want to give them time and space, I say 30 days, to get through that content and keep them out of our regular sequence. The idea being, the more engaged subscribers we have opening our emails, the better our business is going to resonate and grow. Your email freebie sequence can be started at any time. So if you don't have one yet, not to worry. I am so excited to share with you the one that I have ready for you to download and use. Even if you've been in business for five years and you just deliver a PDF, you can change courses and enhance that initial onboarding experience. Now, on to our seventh way to over-deliver. Number seven, create a personal connection. 
Use triggers in your email marketing to highlight the standout participants and wow them with a personal email. Tagging your subscribers based on actions they take and having distinct segments is a great way to double down on your most loyal subscribers. In Active Campaign, I have some automations set up that simply notify me when subscribers are doing certain things. If someone visits one of a certain number of pages on my website, then I get an email letting me know to pay a bit closer attention to that person and what else they might be doing. In both Thinkific and Member Vault, which is where I have content, so that I can send them a personal email letting them know I noticed them taking massive action ask for feedback, or offer to guide them through. I am actually thinking about adding another automation that would trigger if someone visits a certain page and doesn't hit another page after a certain number of days. This may indicate that I need to tweak my delivery method. It shows that something isn't working as smooth as it could. Now, did I have all this set up when I launched the podcast last year? Of course not. I've been growing and iterating and doubling down on what's working. I've also been watching other entrepreneurs and brands and seeing what they're doing. We're not in a place where things run on autopilot. We're in a place where we need tech and connection to be intertwined, which is why I highlighted Member Vault back in episodes 43 through 47. They are all about relationship marketing and a very successful tool to build a true relationship with your subscriber. There is way more than just a name and email address involved. I encourage you to go back to that series and listen to how Jacqueline, Jerisha, and Jenny use Member Vault and tagging and segmenting to over-deliver to their audience. Again, they're all using ActiveCampaign. You can use any number of email marketing platforms for this. Next, we're going to take our over-delivering out of email and... For number six, we're going to invite social media connections. If you're anything like me, then you have a love-hate relationship with your inbox. And you're probably far more likely to see a message pop up through Facebook Messenger or Instagram DM or Twitter or LinkedIn. So invite your subscribers to connect with you on social media. Ask engaging questions. Invite conversation and do your best to showcase wins that your subscribers get from engaging with your content. We are all so, so busy. It's easy to be a lurker, to see and to not interact and engage. Your best next client is not going to come from the ether. They are watching and thinking and watching some more. Give them a chance to pull themselves out of the shadows and into your line of sight. So with that, if you're resonating with this episode, take a picture right now and post it on Instagram, tag tech of business. Let me know where you're listening and what's coming up for you. Let's have a conversation and let me see you. See what I did there? That was my attempt to engage with you on social media. I know you want to. So unless you're driving, snap that picture and tag me on Instagram. Let's do this. Speaking of social media, one of the really cool things that it opens up for us is number five, gamification. What is gamification, you ask? It is a way to entice your purchasers and subscribers to complete the actions that they set out to complete when they signed up or by purchasing your offer. 
it is about getting points or bonuses or credits, there are hundreds of ways to gamify and entice users to do more. And it can all be done by playing against yourself or against others. For the purpose of this podcast episode, I want to talk about self-imposed gamification, unlocking bonus content and perks for hitting certain milestones with the free or paid content. If you're running a challenge and someone completes all their homework by the end of the challenge, they could unlock a discount for your signature offer that comes on the heels of that challenge. Or if you've got a self-directed course or membership site, gamification can be used to unlock bonus content such as a call with you or a group experience. Gamification works well to augment what they are already expecting. It's a great way to over-deliver and wow your audience. They're going to get more by doing the work that they wanted to do already, which means you're over-delivering. You're helping them to cross the starting line and the finish line. Now, I'd like to switch gears and touch on the fourth way to over-deliver. Number four, use as few tools as possible and keep it as simple as possible to deliver your promises. While it seems obvious at first, let's break it down. Use one tool to deliver all your emails. Use one tool to house all your content. Use one tool to take payments. Limit the number of passwords, lock codes, and unnecessary hoops for your users to fully use what you've promised them. Have a system for fast customer service. My rule of thumb is to stick with one tool until it no longer does what you need it to do. And if you're bringing on a new tool that can quote unquote do more, determine if you're going to use all the features of that new tool or to stick with it only for the need that you brought it in to fill. Okay, this seems like another mouthful. So let's talk about Thinkific for a bit. Thinkific is a course delivery platform. It can also take payments and do affiliate management and send welcome emails and reminder emails and of course deliver your courses. But if you're already using something like Thrivecart for your payment processing and affiliate management, does it make sense for your business for you to start using that part of Thinkific system? And what about welcome and reminder emails? If you've already got ActiveCampaign working, is it better to flush out ActiveCampaign and take care of those course-related emails, or is it better to use Thinkific's built-in system? I can probably make a case for both situations, depending on your business. So if you're wondering which way to go with your unique tech stack, reach out to me, okay? As I've already said, I'm at Tech of Business on Instagram. Now, number three. Use segmentation in your email marketing system to keep content relevant and avoid selling to the already sold. This is a biggie. We have so many systems that we use to navigate things online. And the more systems we add, the more likelihood there is to get your list out of sync. Keeping our lists in sync helps your audience feel appreciated. They only receive relevant emails. This means that if you're in the promotion mode for a product or service that you've already delivered before, it's really effective to exclude anyone who has already attended, purchased, or subscribed. 
Now, that doesn't mean that you can't resend that information to people who are already opted in for that particular offer, especially if you're going to give them the opportunity to join in on the next round or otherwise. But it is way more effective to lead with, hey, since you already came to webinar X, Y, and Z, or since you've already purchased this product, I want to let you know that for no additional cost or for a marginal upsell, I would love to see you in the next round or something like that. It gives validation. They are like, okay, Jamie didn't just lump me into the sale process. Jamie understands I've already purchased this product or service or course or attended this webinar and she wants to re-engage with me. There is just a different perception. And that is one way to feel validated. Segmenting your list doesn't have to be hard or arduous. It's even something that can be done after the fact if you didn't get everything squared away before you kicked off that last launch. It might take a bit of time, but when we've been delivering content and products and services online for several years, it's likely that we can augment our segmentation. I don't think that there are ever too many tags that we can apply to a subscriber. I'd rather see that someone bought product A, looked at product B, attended webinar C, and so on, than to just know that they are an active subscriber. You can target them much better if you understand what they're doing and how they're interacting with your online content. That being said, (laughs) there is also a time to consolidate tags. If, for example, you're running an evergreen webinar and you have individual tags for each week of the webinar, there comes a point in time when it doesn't make sense to keep all the individual tags, but rather to consolidate them into a single tag like watch evergreen webinar. This can actually be set up to run automatically with many, many tools like ActiveCampaign or otherwise. And even if you're not able to do that, Most email marketing platforms are going to make it easy for you to filter on tags and you can add the new tag and remove the old tag just by doing that filter or having your assistant take care of this. You know I'm giddy when it comes to making email marketing platforms work well. And when you go through the email sequence that I mentioned earlier, the one that you can access through the show notes page at techofbusiness.com forward slash 056 or at techofbusiness.com forward slash freebie slash email sequence, you'll see that I offer an email marketing system tune-up. The next way to over-deliver on your promises is to, number two, do something live and in real time. Yup, making a big deal about going live and your subscribers having access to you in real time is a huge way to over-deliver. Whether you make it public on your Facebook page, use Instagram stories, or host something exclusive for your community or paid members, going live and doing activities in real time will raise your credibility with your community. When we show up and do the unexpected people take notice. They share with their friends and associates. And the most amazing thing about going live these days is that it is completely acceptable to do it from your phone. You do not need fancy equipment whatsoever. And if you think back to last week's conversation with Michael Marcial, he is famous for dropping live audio messages in Facebook Messenger. Combining number two and number six on this list, so completely effective and no complicated tech to deal with. And to wrap up our list of top 10 ways to over-deliver your promises, number one, be authentically you within your tech tools. Always, always, 
always. It doesn't matter if you're using the most complicated set of tools that can do 100,000 things for you or four simple tools. When you show up to deliver and over-deliver, showing up as yourself is vital. If when you go to techofbusiness.com forward slash 056 and sign up for the freebie that I have talked about in this episode, you then receive something that totally doesn't sound like I wrote it, there would be a disconnect. It would be a turnoff. You might not know if it's podcast Jamie or email Jamie that is going to show up for your tech audit or other project that we work on together. Rest assured, the podcast Jamie is the real Jamie. She's the same Jamie who shows up in email Jamie. Even my 12-year-old daughter Cameron said to me as she was reading over my shoulder as I was writing out the show notes for this episode, which is why this is a little bit meta, but that's okay. She cannot believe that I write in the exact same way that I talk. I told her that it's vital for me just to be me and not try to impersonate someone I admire. Their methods work for them. My methods work for me. And to you listening right now, make sure that your methods work for you. At this very moment of the episode, I can hear whispers from around the globe. But Jamie, how can I over deliver when the tech is so overwhelming? My first response is to breathe. Always breathe. And then think about what you're promising. What's one tiny thing you can do to make things just a little bit easier for your subscriber? Start there. Or pick just one of the 10 ways that I mentioned in this episode and focus on helping your client, subscriber, customer, or audience get a bit closer to their objective. It doesn't have to be hard. I don't want it to be hard, which is why I tried my best to keep tech as far out of this conversation as possible, which you know is a very big challenge. Frankly, your business doesn't need you to be fully involved in the technology that runs it. You don't need to understand the email freebie delivery that I mentioned in number eight and that you're going to download. You just need to know that you'll be able to use it to augment the experience for your subscriber. That's the truth. The tech tools that we use to deliver and over-deliver are just tools. The power of those tools is the outcomes that you, your subscribers, your customers, clients, audience members receive when the tools are used as a conduit for delivery. And with that, that's a wrap. Now, can you think of one person whose email list you're on right now who could do more to deliver what you want or need from them by adopting one or more of the 10 ways that we've talked about in this episode? Do them a favor, grab the link to this episode from your podcast app and email it to them right now. It's so simple and both of you are going to win. Thank you for being part of the Tech of Business community this year. And I cannot wait to kick off year two of the podcast with you. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.